Well, it's that time of year again. Projects are in full swing, and you know what that means. you got to make that trip up to Jacob's Supply. Whether you're a contractor or builder, or you're checking those things off the to-do list around the house, now is the time to visit Jacob's Supply. Guys, listen to some of the crazy good deals they have going on right now. PVC decking for $2.99 a linear foot in 10 different colors. Composite decking for $2.35 a linear foot in two colors. Treated decking for $0.65 a linear foot. Duralife composite rail kits available in select colors starting at $64.99. And don't forget the vinyl rail kits also available in stock. Need the fasteners? They have those too. Hidden or visible? Clips or screws. Jacob Supply is located in Temperance, Michigan, but ships many products nationally too. So whether you're in-state or out-of-state, they're just a click or call away. Check them out at www.jacobsupply.com or call them at 734-224-0978. That's 734-224-0978 or click the link in the description of this episode. Jacob Supply, your one-stop shop for products you need at prices you love. Hey guys, you got to join us at the Thank God for Bitcoin 2024 conference in Rocket Town, Nashville, July 24th and 25th. Last year was phenomenal and this year is going to be even better. G.K. Chesterton once said, I never discuss anything else except politics and religion. There is nothing else to discuss. Given how secular our current world is, this might sound strange. We can think of many things that don't initially seem political, but whether we recognize it or not, religion and politics define the playing surface and rules that govern our lives and actions. And money is one of the most powerful tools in enacting the wills of both government and God. Although we all use it, few Christians have a rich, biblically grounded, historically informed framework through which to understand what money is, and consequently the effect it necessarily has on how we think about economic issues. Well, that won't fly at this conference. We're talking stewardship, dominion, and the economics of glory with some of the biggest names around. Speakers include Michael Foster, C.R. Wiley, Dr. Ben Merkel, Dr. Glenn Sunshine, Nate Fisher, Jordan Bush, and many, many more. You won't want to miss this lineup. This is one of the most intellectually powerful theologically sound, and all-around good-time conferences you can go to this summer. So go to www.tgfb.com, that's Thank God for Bitcoin, www.tgfb.com, and get your tickets today, or click on the link in the description of this episode. See you there, guys. Christians, are you tired of just talking about starting a parallel economy and not doing anything about it? The Workspace Conference is the catalyst you've been waiting for. Join us this June 28th and 29th at the Hilton in downtown Fort Worth, Texas. Engage with leading Christian thinkers like David Bonson, C.R. Wiley, Steve Jeffrey, David Reese, and Andrew Krapyshevs. They'll share invaluable insights on how to actively integrate your faith with your professional life in ways that really matter. These leaders are not just thinkers, but doers, shaping a Christian approach to business that makes a real impact. This event is more than speeches. It's a vibrant networking hub for Christian professionals and entrepreneurs eager to create substantial change. It's an opportunity to forge meaningful connections, explore new business opportunities, and collaborate in a faith-driven environment. Don't miss the highlight of our networking opportunities, the exclusive speakers dinner. This is a premier event where you can dine with our speakers and other influential guests, deepening relationships and discussing ideas in an intimate setting. We are also actively seeking partners who are passionate about building a Christian economy. If you're interested in collaborating or sponsoring, we'd love to hear from you. And make sure you join us for Beer and Psalms for some relaxed fellowship and let's turn our faith into action together. So reserve your spot now at www.worksbase.com That's worksbase.com or click the link in the description of this episode and be part of building a dynamic Christian professional community. Let's move beyond talk, fellas, and start creating the change we want to see.
Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the Dead Men Walking podcast. Jason and I really enjoyed doing it. I wanted to talk to you right now about you starting your own podcast. Today's a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or if you're just thinking it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your online reach. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your shows can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories within minutes, Apple, Spotify, Google, and many more. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And let me tell you guys, Buzzsprout's team of experts really want to see you succeed. We use Buzzsprout as our host here at the Dead Men Walking Podcast, and we couldn't be happier. They have so many tools that help support us in our mission to bring glory to God. They host podcasts with just basic gear and a few listeners, uh, all the way up to guys who are doing professional stuff with millions of listeners. With Buzzsprout, you get great looking podcast website, you get audio players that you can drop into other websites, uh, detailed analytics to see how people are listening and how to promote your episode, along with support by podcast experts. Buzzsprout really is passionate about helping you succeed. So why not join over 100,000 other podcasters that are already using Buzzsprout? And here's the cool thing, guys. If you click on the link that is in the episode description of this episode, you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card and you'll also help support the show. And that's after you sign up for one of their paid programs. And their paid programs are a couple dollars a month. I mean, you can really do this on a budget and it gives you hosting and all those things that we had just mentioned. So guys, support the show. Check out Buzzsprout. If you've ever been thinking about doing a podcast, it's now never been easier. You can do that by clicking on the link in our episode description. We will send you a $20 Amazon gift card and you also help support the show. Thanks guys. And now to Dead Men Walking. Exploring Theology doctrine, and all of the fascinating subjects in between, broadcasting from an undisclosed location, Dead Men Walking starts now. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Dead Men Walking. I'm your host, Greg Moore. And I am the one, the only. <laughs> Jason Hamlin. I, I should be saying the one and only. It sounds a little like narcissistic when you're like, the one, the only. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I was trying to think of something new, something catchy, something snappy. Ladies you love know? me and men yeah, want yeah. to be me, Jason yeah. Hamlin. All right. I lay down in green pastures. <laughs> you restore my soul. What, what, if, what if you had an audio Bible and it was read that way? <laughs> Yeah. Dude, that would be amazing. Oh, you story. should do it. I bet you everyone a- who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. Yeah, kind of like our. Uh, those words are amazing. Kind of like right our there. Latino Bill Johnson. John. Oh, oh yes. yes, Latino Bill Johnson. Yes, yes. <laughs> the Nar is with you. The force is great. Okay, we've already derailed. We're only a couple minutes in, guys. Sorry. Thanks for listening. Masuki smooth <laughs> silver. <laughs> silver Fox is what we uh, like to call Bill Johnson. But uh, welcome back to another episode of Dead Men Walking. Uh, I'm Greg. This is Jason. And we yep. have some guys on the line right now uh, that we've talked to before very briefly when we were down at Fight Laugh Feast. Some good dudes. Uh, th- yep, they're good dudes uh, from down south in the Carolinas. Uh, they have a podcast called Bigfoot Revival. And we have Bigfoot and Yeti on. How are you guys doing? Sasquatch. 
Oh, Sasquatch and Yeti. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I got the name man, wrong. Man, you got it wrong, man. We're going to have to do this again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Start over. First mine, and now, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> How you guys doing? It's okay. It, we're doing great, man. And it's okay if you get the name wrong. Um, we're just thrilled that every time we see Gabe now from uh, uh, Cross Politics, he just yells out uh, Sasquatch. So if he gets it right, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, you know. No, that's good. So, yeah, we wanted to have you guys call in. I know uh, on our first episode with you guys uh, a few months ago, we were talking about how you guys started a podcast down there because you said, you know, we got a lot of church folk, but not a whole lot of Christians, which I thought was an interesting statement. Can you talk a little bit about what that statement means when you said, yeah, we got church folk, but maybe not so many Bible-believing Christians? Yeah, so the short and sweet of it is... We've grown up in a culture. I mean, it's called the Bible Belt for a reason. Mm. And so we've grown up in this culture to where uh, you grow up, you go to Sunday school and vacation Bible school, and you go to church with your either your parents or your grandparents. At about seven, eight years old, you get saved. Mm-hmm. Um, you get into high, middle school and high school. You stray away. You go to live the world thing. You go sow your wild oats. And then in your 20s, you're still pretty wild. In your 30s, you're thinking about having a kid. Uh, you, or you get married in your late 20s, 30s, you're thinking about having kids. And as things progress, once, once you're mature and you're old and you're, you really can't have that much fun anyway, that's when you start getting involved <laughs> in the church. Yeah. You might actually pick up that King James Bible that they gave you whenever you said the sinner's prayer and got dunked. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. And because because it is such part of the culture, um, uh, we talked a little bit of it with Dwayne when we were on when we did his podcast. Okay, you're talking about Dwayne Atkinson. Yeah, from the Bar Podcast. Yep, that's right. And uh, just you know, everybody, everybody, you talk to them. Are you saved? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you get into anything outside of, uh, are you saved? You know, it's very sketchy. Like actual real world application kind of stuff. Yeah, you ask somebody why. What you hear is I've heard. I've even heard to the extent of I've been baptized like three, four times. (laughs) First couple times didn't work. They gotta (laughs) had to have one. Hey, that's me, man. Three, three times. Three times. Going to yeah. These guys. I mean, a lot of these guys. The the people we're talking to when they they almost take it like a badge of honor. Yeah. Right. to say, well, I, I must be saved. I've done it so many times, to be sure. You know? Right, right. And and so, it, and even when you get into people, you think, okay, this person may be saved. It seems like they're struggling with with sin and and who they are in Christ. You see them struggling with that. The the the, the puns and platitudes are abundant. I mean, it's just, uh, well, God, God, don't shut a window without. I mean, or door without opening up a window. I just don't know. I mean. <laughs> I don't know why I lost my job. I don't. I don't know why. Yeah, I, it's because you came in drunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you mean you don't know? Right. I don't know why God would want to do this to me. I mean, and it's just that whole mentality. Of, sure. I grew up this way, and I don't. You know, and it, and it's not like anywhere in the mentality of uh, God. You know, they have a lot of these people have an understanding of God doesn't want anything bad to happen to me. So when something bad happens, it's it can devil. be uh, it's the devil all the time. <laughs> the, the trials, there's no. Any kind of trial comes from the devil. And if you believe that, type amen and share. <laughs> yes, Satan. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. You sounded like someone else. <laughs> I, 
know, um, one of our favorite things to make fun of. Is, <laughs> this is what this podcast while. is going to devolve yeah, down yeah. into. This is what we like to make fun of. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. well, nobody ever said I. Uh, wait, anyway. So, no, go uh, ahead. Tell us. Everyone's listening. Don't around. stop now. <laughs> there was a meme coming around that had uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi from the, the, the Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars, but it was the, the young Obi-Wan Kenobi. And people were like, I bet you won't post and share amen to this. <laughs> and like, what? What? Yeah. It's Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's not Jesus. Yeah. Now, and so that that kind of stuff just, you can't judge it everywhere. Yeah, yeah, you can't judge me. I saw a lady with a t-shirt on the other day. Come on. You can't judge me. <laughs> or judge only me. God. Only Jesus God. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, you don't know how scary that is. So, so you have this culture on you. You start a podcast kind of about that uh, called Bigfoot Revival, right? Just mm-hmm. saying, like, it's not just words. It's not just kind of uh, the the family we were brought up in, but these have real, you know, real theological and doctrinal issues and, 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 and real meaning, and the gospel is real and alive. So you start this podcast. What, I mean, how do you combat that down there? I mean, what what's the step for that when you're talking to, like I said, church folk, and we see it so often. I think, I mean, you're explaining 85% of America when you say that. Yeah. Like yeah, I, feel, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like America is church folk. I mean, we're like, we're a Christian, like politicians do it. We're a Christian nation. God bless America, right? Mm-hmm. And then most people go, oh, yeah, I believe in God. And it's like, well, Satan believes in God. So, like, let's explore that a little bit. And and he's certainly not saved. So I feel like this is not just a regional problem, but what you've kind of hit on is is really a national and global problem of religiosity, yeah. of, of just being churched and not really being a Christian. What are some things that you look at that you see is the difference between the two, really? That uh, someone who is churched versus actually living out what uh, Christ called us to live out in the Gospels. So one thing that we do want to be careful of is we do not want to separate the tares from the wheat. That's not our job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're not supposed to go, you're saved, you're unsaved. Why? Because I like you or what you said seemed to really make sense to me. Right. And so my method has really become, if somebody, if I'm sharing the gospel with someone and they say, I, 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 I'm safe. And you say, well, if you were to die, are you going to hell? No, I don't, I don't think so. Then it just becomes a probing, asking kind of thing. Um, you, you, and this is probably going to sound ugly to some people, but you're actually waiting for them to slip, right? And not so that you can bash them, but you're waiting for them to slip so you can kind of find out where they are on from just lost and grew up in the South or in America to, uh, oh, well, this guy seems to really love Jesus, but maybe his doctrine's a little funny, to, oh, well, well you know, this guy seems really solid. Right. And when it comes to most people, uh, you're going to get, I'm saved. If I die, I'll go to heaven. And when you say, why? Just a simple question, why? Um, that's when you get the deer in the headlight look. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then they'll start giving you their work. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I, I'm a good person. I mean, I really, you know, I, I grew up in the church. My daddy, my daddy uh, helped put in the windows at that church over there on such and such street. Right. And you start getting that kind of feedback. So when when you get, and, and like I said, every, every, every situation is a little di- bit different. Every situation, uh, you just, you just kind of have to feel through the situation and say, uh, uh, 
where are you at? And and ultimately what you're trying to do is get them to the point to where you can grab the scripture and share the scripture with them so that they can then go, oh, so when they say, uh, the, the, you know, the God doesn't open shut a door without opening a window, you go, well, why do you believe that? Why, well, where's that at in the Bible? Right. A lot and of tradition. Then you start trying to work yep. through that. That's the way it was with me, guys. Uh, whenever I first met Sasquatch and uh, uh, we were hanging out, I was going, I was all embedded into that tradition. And I've got some family members on either side that are really superstitious. So I'd say some off of the fire, afraid of fire. Out of yeah, them. yeah, stuff like that. You get a real bad sunburn. I had an aunt that could lay hands on you and do a creepy prayer, and she would talk the fire out of you. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and in my mind, it worked. But yeah. uh, I Really, started, when she's uh, laying hands on you, she, she's just putting like aloe and <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, right. suntan lotion. Yeah. Close she's got healing hands. Yeah. That's ice water. Also good remedy. <laughs> yeah. I would, uh, we would be talking, um, and I would say, yeah, such, um, blah, blah, blah. This, this happened. And, uh, I would hear, really? Why? And it would get me fire red engine red mad. Yeah, and well. that's the thing around here. Whenever you start challenging what people have grown up believing and that it's not rooted in scripture, mm-hmm. then they get mad and just shut down. But the thing is, whenever we're talking to people, they have to realize that they're either lost or misguided before they see any need for any sort of course of correction. You know, what I hear in a lot of this is universalism. This is, you know, yeah. if, if you, if you say the prayer, you know, or even if you just believe in heaven, it's it, you're going to get there. You know, everybody's going to heaven. There's no nihil, you know, every, everybody's, uh, you know, uh, how could a, a good loving God send anyone to a, to a hell, you know, hell and uh, fire, you know, it's like, yeah. I mean, well, well actually this, this in the Bible, it says, <laughs> yeah, God hates be. the wicked. He's yeah, appointed yeah. them for their time of <laughs> right. destruction. You know, he I abhors them. He <laughs> abhors them. You I, I know? hope I'm not on that side, you know? Right, right. But yeah, I mean, a lot of tradition has been just ingrained in so many people and a lot of people that really don't go to church anymore um, and, and say that they don't need to until 2021, um, uh, you know, like Andy Stanley. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. A <laughs> little, little bit of a COVID Uh-oh. joke there. I'll, I'll be easy with it. But uh, but no, man, I, I tell you what, man, there's there's more. He's praying to the wrong deity. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a lot more to this Christian life than, uh, than just saying a prayer and, you know, going to church uh, once, twice a year. Um, you know, this, this is not, I mean, this is not just us, uh, you know, having a, having a, a a quick, you know, I mean, think about it. If I don't know Greg and, and I, and I try to walk up to him every, every year, you know, and just, just say, Hey man, you know, and and try to have a conversation about him with him with about something that, you know, might be, uh, I don't know, something that I'm bringing up from last year or whatever. And he'd be like, well, I moved on from that. Like that isn't even happening anymore in my life. Well, oh, okay. Well, I, I didn't know that, you know, because I don't have a relationship with him. Right. Right. So yeah. But anyway, that's, that's how a lot of people, uh, go through their Christian walk. It seems. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Covenant Real Estate. And why not? It's my podcast and my real estate company. But seriously, I've absolutely enjoyed helping clients buy, sell, and invest in real estate over the last 12 years. My brokerage serves clients in Michigan and Ohio, with more states coming soon. When I started this brokerage, I wanted to ensure that my expertise and knowledge would serve every one of my clients. I take my fiduciary responsibility to my clients very seriously. That's why I named it Covenant Real Estate. 
Not only is a covenant a contract in the legal sense, but it's also a solemn promise from myself to each of my clients. I will do my absolute best to serve you. It's also pretty cool that our name has some theological implications as well, which is a great conversation starter. And here's the best part. My agents and I have extensive experience in helping people buy and sell residential homes, buy and sell commercial properties, as well as investing in real estate and selling and purchasing recreational and vacant land. Covenant Real Estate can help you with all of your real estate needs, and I would love the opportunity to earn your business. So if you have real estate needs in Michigan or Ohio, call me at 734-731-GREG. That's 734-731-GREG. Or click on the link in the description of this podcast episode you're listening to right now. Remember, Covenant Real Estate, confidence from contract to close. Yeah, and I feel like you, 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 we have this problem in in the nation and in Western Christianity, but I feel like it is like uh, magnified, especially in like the Midwest and the South, mm. just because it's so ingrained yeah. in the culture, right? Yeah. Like every country song you listen to is like my God, my Bible, my truck, my dog, right? Mm. And I love country. I'm not saying anything uh, about easy, it. Greg. Okay, and I got a couple, a couple <laughs> southern, <laughs> got a couple Southern boys on the line here. You know, I don't want you coming up here and. Trigger. Yankees revenge over yeah. here, but uh, but but I but I feel like it's so it's so ingrained in that culture too, where it's just like um, God is part of that country song, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, God is part of you know you do your hour and a half yeah. on Sunday, you do your football, you do your beer, you do your truck, you do your shooting, you do your whatever. And I might be simplifying a little bit, but I kind of felt that way a little bit when I was first coming back to the Lord. Mm-hmm. I really got into this groove of like working in my garage, had a few beers, listening to some country songs, mm-hmm. you know, and and. Jesus was my buddy and I just checked in every right. two hours uh, on Sunday and, the, and and it was really it was really like this culture thing for me where it was like I was just churched like mm-hmm. I, like I knew I knew who God was right I, I believed in God and, that, and that's another thing I think we need to define our terms when most Christians or I would say people that we're talking about that are church say I believe in God I think what they're really saying is I understand uh, in a certain set of, of ideas mm-hmm. But to truly believe in the biblical sense uh, takes it a step further, takes it a couple steps further, and actually says, uh, because of my belief, there's actions that are involved as well, too, right? Like James talks about dead faith versus alive faith, stuff like that. So, you know, when I said at the top of the hour, even Satan believes in uh, who Jesus is, he understands his authority, understands his place in this kingdom. It's not an understanding belief that then reflects action. And, and I think when we talked about church folk, we talk about uh, a belief in just an idea, right? right? An idea of what they think the gospel is or, or what, uh, what, who Christ is, when in fact, belief actually moves us to action. Mm-hmm. Right. And kind of like yeah. what you guys are doing down there with your podcast. Like, hey, look at we have a belief. We understand who God is. We understand what the gospel is. But that's going to move us to action, whether it's through um, service in our community, service with church, service to, d- through discipleship with our further brothers or starting a podcast and talking about that. So. I think what you said, uh, Sasquatch, earlier was, it's so funny to talk about the Bible and then refer to someone called Sasquatch. Sasquatch it's yeah. so awesome. So, uh, in, in the original Greek, Sasquatch, it actually says, uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. 
But, uh, you know, like you said, I think the dividing line is really just you have to get into the word with them. Like, like you exactly. said, like, well, why do you believe that? Well, what does, you know, where are you seeing that in the Bible? I mean, that's the dividing line, not to uh, rip off ah. of James yeah. White there. It's all right. Uh, right. But, but it is the dividing line between churched and actual, um, you know, uh, effective Christian. I don't want to say believer or unbeliever. Like you said, I'm not, I'm not here to say who's, who, who's believer, who isn't. That's, that's, uh, what Christ, uh, is there to do on judgment day along with our father. But it does say we can judge the works, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It does say we can that's judge right. the fruit. Yeah. And that's sometimes, right. uh, and even I need it. Even, even I need a little bit of judgment of my fruit from, you know, fr- from another brother, uh, in Christ that is, uh, holding me accountable. Right. So, I think the two things you touched on there was was big. It's like for me, it always gets back to the word. Like it's well, kind of crazy how I'm, I'm like a broken record. Like people are like, what about this problem? I'm like the Bible, the word. Well, what about this? The word. You know, yeah. right here, First John five sixteen. If anyone sees his brother committing a sin, not leading to death, he shall ask, and God will give him life. To those who commit sins that do not lead to death, there is sin that leads to death. I do not say that one should pray for that. All wrongdoing is sin but there is sin that does not lead to death. And then 18 right here. We know that everyone who has been born of God does not keep on sinning, but he who was born of God protects him and the evil one does not touch him. And I'll go to Romans 6 <laughs> now Uh-oh. too, baby, if you need me to. He's about to start preaching. Hey, watch well, out. I, I'm headed over to Romans sitting on well, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hit on two points real quick. We recently, I think we've coined it. If not, then we've, we're stealing it from somebody unwittingly. But um, we've kind of coined the term hobby Jesus. Oh. And hobby so Jesus. Some people okay. are more into the hobby than others, mm-hmm. right? Some people only show up on on. Christmas and Easter. Mm-hmm. Others show up half Sundays, uh, and they go to their garage and you know uh, drink beer and and listen to country music and and hey now and uh, <laughs> when they have a problem, they, that was twelve you know, years they, ago. They, yeah. <laughs> if they're feeling real spiritual, they'll drop a twenty in the plate. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and you are one and, pathetic loser. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was self-deprecating. Know, really go ahead. You were on a roll. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. So they see Christ as a hobby. I mean, they would never say those words, but that's really how it's being treated. Mm. Uh, and when we're talking about going back to Scripture, it is it is pivotal. As a pastor, my authority does not come from me. Mm. My authority does not come from the, the, the necessarily the pulpit that I, I stand in. The authority comes from the word preached, not my opinion about Amen. the word, not 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 um, what what uh, who gave what in church. Authority comes through the preaching of the word and that goes to evangelism and everything else we don't have power in just what we're you know we, we go up on the street and go hey you want to come to a, a cool church with 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 some good music right. you know that, that has and a no fog authority. machine yeah and lay fog machine <laughs> we had to, we had to uh Fog machine, don't you mean miles. glory cloud? <laughs> yeah. Bill Johnson of Bethel. Is it gold? <laughs> we'll land on somebody's grave and suck their essence out. There you um, go. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, he said, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, uh, you know, in, in everything that we do as Christians, it should go back to the Word of God. There again, why do we love the Word of God? Because we love the person who gave it to us, God right. himself. No, absolutely. That's the end of my rant. <laughs> yeah. He said rant over. 
I don't have a mic to drop. I'm sorry. <laughs> drop your headphones. <laughs> yeah, we can't, we can't hear it. Yeah. Like, just trust me. I dropped it. Yeah. So what's been the rea- what's been the reaction down there when you guys have kind of uh, been talking about this stuff on your podcast, Bigfoot Revival? Have you gotten any pushback or any blowback or anything from uh, some of your friends and family and, and community down there where you're kind of just kind of calling out religiosity and, and uh, church folk and saying, hey, it's time to step up your game? I think uh, what we have typically gotten is people who hear it and they go, hmm, they're, they're, uh, they listen to it. And we talk politics and stuff. We kind of fell into that more. Um, but we're trying to we're we're trying to look at politics through the lens of scripture and thinking biblically, mm. and uh, because right now, I mean, you've got the whole the rapture's going to happen any day now. I mean, it's right. that whole thing. Non Christians are like the rapture's going to happen. <laughs> like, did you just say you were an atheist? <laughs> right. Yeah, but the rapture's about to happen, <laughs> and so uh, we're we're trying to walk through these things biblically. And when it most of the feedback that we've gotten has been positive, I think, and this is a, a thought. I don't I don't know. I don't have any way of proving this. People who hear and then that you know they'll hear oh well these are some fanatical guys or these guys are too whatever for me and they just don't listen again right and i think that's typically what you get yeah people just shut down before they are willing to confront any sort of sin that they may be dealing with yeah so as we wrap up here guys what uh let's shift gears real quick you might you mentioned politics and i don't mind talking about politics uh, we get into it a little bit here on the show. Here we go. No, I'm <laughs> uh, oh boy! So what? I think, I, think, I think Yeti and Jason just backed up a little bit. <laughs> they did. Here uh, we go. Well, it's time for Greg and Sasquatch to get into it. Then no. Uh, Biden for life. <laughs> hey. Oh for wait. Life. What? Wait. I didn't have my drop ready. <laughs> Gosh, you can't say something like Biden for life and I don't have a drop ready. Wait, let, let's try it again. Uh, Biden for life. Okay, there you go. Jeez. Gosh, this guy. Like, who wants, maybe? Well, look, I, we come from a problem state, but y'all are really, y'all are really screwing the pooch, ain't you? Man, uh, a lot going on up here. Uh, yeah. It's Greg's fault. It's, He's the one in government. Oh, uh, Mitten State, dang, well, slapped I us in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I assumed he was the one stuffing the ballot. <laughs> oh, man. No, absolutely not. That's illegal. How dare you? Congratulations to you, man. Oh, well, thank you, sir. Uh, uh, we, we happened to see that the other day, and we're proud of you, I guess. But <laughs> the, um, he said, I guess. I don't know. Well, we really don't you know, like you too much. <laughs> uh, He's moving on up to the east side, boys. I'm going to get me a high rise. I'm in the city there of Monroe. There you go. Okay. Well, now that this podcast is officially derailed. Uh, so, anyways, uh, did y'all see the commercial where it was it was this little boy and there's a bunch of cheering and ranting going on on the TV and the mama walks into the room and she wakes the little boy up and, and she says, you wanted me to tell you what happened? And uh, the little boy goes, so who won? And she said, Trump, for the third time. <laughs> it was supposed to be this really sad, like Trump's going to be president forever. That's the way they try to make it look. And, wow. and I'm sitting there thinking, no, 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 no. Y'all had, uh, you know, y'all had uh, cheating to do stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. How, no. how, how much of the cheating stuff do you buy into? I, I mean, all of it. Uh, look, look, look. <laughs> <laughs> Odds are ever in their favor. 
Yeah. Well, look, I, I've been talking about I've been talking about voter fraud for ten plus years since I've been involved in local, state, and federal politics. Okay, it's just that no one yeah. wanted to talk about it. Everyone thought it was oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. I know poll watchers. I know uh, canvassers. I know certifiers uh, by name. Good friends that go look at. There's just stuff going on. Going back to 2008 when I first got involved in local politics. Okay, I've always been interested since I was mm-hmm. in high school, but. So this is not a new phenomenon. We have, you know, people go, oh, conspiracy theory. Oh, it doesn't happen. It's like, look at, I've got an oh, Oakland. Nixon. I've got, the, well, the, Nixon, well, right? I mean, that's not voter fraud, but you know, that's, wasn't it? No. Back when uh, only Massachusetts. Only oh, voted you're not for talking him? about, you're not no, talking no, about talking Watergate. About, no, no, no. I'm talking about Richard Nixon oh. with, with like being voted in. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. The first time he tried to get in. Right. No, absolutely. You know, yeah. So, you know, for, for me, it goes it's, way back. it's been going, man, that was a deep cut, man. Good Thank job. You. Thank man, you. And he out politic the politics. Yeah, I did. I did. Well done. <laughs> I just thought you were stupid and you were yeah, talking yeah, yeah, about right. Watergate. Jeez. <laughs> I'm a stinking genius. Have I not mentioned Gosh, this on the podcast at all? Forgot you're in Mensa. Jason Hamlin, 81. Why don't you wear That's a Mensa? That's my IQ. Wear a Mensa beanie next time, all right? Jeez. I'll wear a Kooji. Coo- Sorry, guys. We'll, we'll take the podcast over from here. We never thought of each other for the next 20 minutes. We always to the beta club. Yeah, so it's always been going on. I mean, you look at Oakland County in Michigan, the largest county in Michigan, and we have the clerk sitting in federal prison right now for two years because she dumped 30,000 ballots in 2018. So, burner, Right. Oh, thank you. You're my sound effects guy now, too. Cool. Uh, (laughs) We do that all the time. Usually yeah. when Do somebody falls it? off a rooster, hits their hand with a hammer, but all right, I think I think we got the actual one. There you there go. We go. Oh. So, so I do, here's the issue. So to, to book, to book Uh on this really quick. So it's always been going on. Uh, It's been happening. It's been getting more technologically advanced. Okay. So when you talk about like we and, and and the Democrats and this, I don't know if it's some ominous, uh, you know, elitist Illuminati thing going on, but there's definitely at the state and in local levels, people that want to see their candidate candidate win. And there's ways to do that, whether it's through putting in certain voting systems that can be manipulated, dumping uh, ballots, switching ballots, even down to poll workers, walking people over like we had in Michigan and saying, oh no, you need to vote for this person and really trying to sway the vote at that point. So there's all kinds of voter fraud that goes on. I would say it's going to be hard for Trump at this point to get both the state electors, uh, the federal Congress, uh, the circuit court judges, and then the Supreme Court all on board to say, hey, we have to hold this up and basically recount almost every single state. We're seeing some recounts in Georgia. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> oh, I wish I had that no, and here's the like thing. Like one I out mean, of a hundred? No, like no one other, out of a million. No, right. No, no <laughs> other president would have done something like this, okay? Because yeah. uh, they would have just said, oh, concede. And, you know, even in the 2012 election, <laughs> There was all kinds of irregularities where we just didn't force it. And we said, okay, Obama, you know, was going to win anyway. So it is what it is. But the point is, is Trump is the only guy that would actually, whether it's through his arrogance or whether it's through his love of country or his authoritarianism, whatever it is, he's exposing corruption. 
So my yeah. hope is worst case scenario, Biden, uh, you know, takes it's office impeached. in the, in the tw- on January 20th. But but at least there's some silver lining there saying, look, at least we're exposing some corruption. And I think it goes a lot wider than just local and state. I mean, you've got the Dominion voting stuff that's going uh-huh. on, which is yeah. a real thing that actually, you know, I knew about Dominion. We, here, here's a here's a fun story. I'm a county commissioner. We had Dominion come to us and want us to buy all new Dominion voting software. And when me and another commissioner looked into it and said, oh, the Clinton Foundation and the Clintons have 42% ownership in the company. No, we're good. We actually did not go with the Dominion voting system here in Monroe County in Michigan. And you didn't commit suicide. Yeah. And, and, and I didn't commit suicide just for the record. Wow. And, you know, we, and, and we, and we had a 100% uh, uh, voter rate, meaning we didn't have any uh, issues with fraud or anything like that. So I'm not saying yeah. just yeah. because you have the dominion system there, you know, and even that word, there's like some spiritual connotation to that. Right. Too, right. Dominion. Oh yeah. yeah dominion. That's, that's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. But I'm not, not, sure. <laughs> not the we NAR kind of sorry, not, not, the, uh, not going all T.D. Jakes and Stephen. The Furtick reformation, the, the reformation Can, type yeah. of dominionism is cool. But yeah, so Hyperianism. I, I, long, long question uh, made longer. I think it's, I think it's real. I just think to how you're going to prove that is going to be a up, uphill battle, but well, here it, it does happen all the time. What yeah. about, what about all the prophet liars that, uh, that, uh, said that Trump was going to be president? Do we just, uh, turn the other cheek and, you know, look the other way? Well, look at it. It's not, say, it's not January 20th yet. Yeah, either. It's true. That's true. But you don't you know, know what like, can happen in the next, uh, how many ever Some days? guys are really doubling down on that. Man, I made a prophecy. Trump is going to be president. Yeah. God told me, yeah. you know, like all that stuff. Sure. Uh, oh, it'll wow. be fun. To, well, it'll be then fun. Then I have to go back and say, well, he was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At the time. Yeah, yeah. At the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do like how fast uh, the Bethel guy. Uh, oh, I know. Was it yeah. Chris? Yeah. How, how do you Valentin. say his last name? Val- yeah, Valutin? Yeah. Valentin? Val- Valentin. I don't know what his name is. Uh, but he, man, he doubled back that. quick. Yeah. Like two days after he was like, I'm sorry. I didn't hear from God. Didn't mean yeah. to, uh, you so know. So you can be wrong if you're a prophet. You can be, you can be wrong. I don't know. I don't know if they've ever read Deuteronomy 8. 18 or not but uh, right you know you can't just uh throw a prophecy out there from the living god god yeah it does make it it hard to trust the prophet when you're not sure if it came from god or his arrogance yeah exactly right yeah it's kind of why prophets weren't wrong so you could trust them so yeah what do you guys think and as we wrap up here what what was your thoughts on uh politics you want to add your two cents since we got on that subject for a minute well I'll, i'll put it this way um, in North Carolina, we had basically all your Republicans win for close to 100,000 votes. I think the lieutenant governor did better than that. Um, uh, then you have the governor mm-hmm. who beat everybody else, who beat uh, Dan Forrest. Roy Cooper beat Dan Forrest. Dan Forrest being the Republican. Cooper being the, uh, we call him King Cooper now. King Cooper being the uh, Democrat won by 240,000 votes. And nobody that I talked to ever, period, uh, that I've heard say, I voted for Trump, but I voted for Cooper. Right. It's that swing is unrealistic to me. Yeah. Um, And and we did it. We ran it on it on one of our podcasts. uh, uh, And then we told you to trust in Jesus. (laughs) 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 But uh, the fraud is out there. um, You know, I. I don't know how to prove it. My prayer is that people will go to jail for it. Yeah. Um, Justice. I, I'm, I want the truth. Uh, I'm a firm believer that Christ is truth. So when we know I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. Yeah. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> That's a, yeah. Such a great movie. 
<laughs> so yeah, we want the truth and we want justice. I mean, those are two biblical things yeah. that we seek for in all matters. And right? not social justice. Yeah, <laughs> easy now. Another thing right there. <laughs> Don't be bringing that social justice oh, up yeah. in here. Here we go. <laughs> you gotta, you right. gotta put a word in front of justice. It ain't justice. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, that's like any time. Anyway, I think we could talk for hours upon hours. <laughs> but. Jesus is king. I have to keep Amen. telling myself that. Absolutely. Go right. for Jesus is king. Amen. And, and when, when we look at a nation who kills the babies that we kill mm. and endorses the things that we endorse, if God judged us with a Biden administration, I don't think anybody's surprised by that judgment. Not a Christian. Right. We said on our uh, podcast, too, that, you know, if Biden got in there legitimately and everything— we deserve everything that we've got coming to us. No, absolutely. I mean, it's the hypocrisy of lukewarm, uh, you know, Christian and lukewarm country. I mean, we literally murder humans in the womb by the millions. Mm -hmm. We, we uh, celebrate adultery. We celebrate theft. We celebrate, uh, you know, fornication. We, we celebrate all these things. And then our presidents and our electors and, and our politicians get up there and say, in God, we trust and God bless America. And sometimes I look at that and I go, do you know what you're saying? Do you, do you even understand the, the two lipidness, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The two sidedness, the talking out of both sides yeah. of your mouth where you say, it was such a wicked country that stands up for so many things that are wicked. And we can even get into murdering innocent children in foreign countries for, for different types of wars and things like that. Not that I'm saying that we don't protect our borders and do all those things, but it's like on one hand, we have such a spirit of sin as this country. And then we get up there and saying, God bless America and God, we trust and all these Christianese things that we say. And I got to believe that, you know, if my righteous works are like filthy rags to God, I know he's going to vomit this country out of his mouth at one point until there's a few righteous that stand up. And I hope we can be included in that that stand up and that are the, the remnant and that say, no, we, we will hold to principle. We will hold to the dividing line. We'll hold to the word of God. And there's not going to be anything that's going to shake us from that. And guess what? We, we will probably get made fun of and we'll get loose friends and we'll get shadow banned and we'll get kicked off of social media and our mm-hmm. church friends won't like us and our pastor probably won't agree with us. And all these things, but at, at some point there has to be individuals, the righteous remnant that stand up for God and say, nope, we're not going to take it anymore. You can't speak out of one side of your mouth and then ask for God's blessing out of the other. And I, I think a, a time of judgment for this country is going to be coming very soon because God won't be mocked and he no. will have justice, right. the Bible says. And whether that's in a certain administration or a certain president I would say that we're being judged right now. I mean, you see the things that are going on in this country over the last 10, 15, 20 years, and I'm not talking Pat Robertson judge. Oh, that uh, hurricane happened because that bar was there. And, you know, I'm saying when you do (laughs) sin, there are consequences, right? The godly principles, when you sin, there are consequences. Go read the book of Proverbs. Go read Ecclesiastes. Go read Job. Look at when you have sin in your life, there there will be consequences. And I'll tell you what, you're not going to get away, even with all the freedom and liberty we have in this country, you're not going to get away with uh, pulling the wool, so to speak, over God's eyes for that long. You're going to continue to sin and openly sin. Heck, we've been doing the same sins we've always been doing. We just do it openly now and we legalize it, right? I, I, yeah, I, that's right. And you brag about it on Facebook. Yeah, tw- 20, 20 years ago, I, I was thinking about making a t-shirt, uh, having a t-shirt company, and one of the t-shirts I wanted to put was Democrats, uh, Republicans do it in secret and Democrats want to 
to legalize it. It's like there's no there, there's no winning with, with these there's parties. There's a Baptist you know? joke in there somewhere. Ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't be, know what yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> I think I already told well, him. Well, you I, know, we uh, we say that the answer is repentance. The answer is Jesus, but repentance Amen. and ultimately revival, and that's you know where our clever name came from so we're just a couple of redneck guys from the south we're both over six foot we're bearded and hairy so we we're big feet and we want to see a revival so there you go bigfoot revival we're yeah genius. baby i love but, it uh, guys that, that's Amen. what it's all about we're just trying to throw our voice out there too you know yeah yeah and what a great wrap up on that so uh bigfoot revival all the listeners make sure you go check them out bigfoot revival you can is that bigfoot revival uh dot com as well or just search bigfoot revival on google yes, and it'll come up yeah if you search it on google it should bring up our website uh but it is bigfoot com. you've got links to all of our social medias there if anybody wants to uh give us any sort of feedback good or bad we take it all at bigfoot revival at gmail.com that's our get first troll the other day yeah we got our first troll on twitter we were so excited there we go oh my gosh that's awesome just, just for joining parlor along with everyone <laughs> just go i got a bunch of screwed up views nobody wants to hear i'm gonna go to parlor uh yeah yeah we did so well you guys are official you got official now if you got your troll yeah. so you know that's, yeah. that's what i told Pat. we laughed and we like made it, it. yeah Jason, you got any final words for us before we head out? No. <laughs> Thank you to my trusty sidekick, who's always full of yeah, yeah. so many. So much wisdom. Usually you say Jesus the man, is king. The you know, legend. Yeah, the man, the legend. Yeah, the man, you know? the legend, like babies. My gimmick, man. Oh, you guys are too. <laughs> we can all do that. We can all do that. All right, guys, let's finish That's it up right. here. Bigfoot Revival, yes, Sasquatch Yeti, we thank you so much for coming on yep. again uh, to the podcast. We do appreciate you guys. We support you down there. Thank you, man. Uh, make sure you, you just keep doing what you're doing all for the glory of God. And for any, everyone listening, make sure you check them out. Make sure you uh, check us out on Facebook, on Parlor, on Instagram, on YouTube, Dead Men Walking Podcast. And you can always grab some Dead Men Walking gear at dmwpodcast.com. Get a spiffy hat, shirt, sticker, some other good stuff coming those to the website. Those shirts are so soft. Oh, they're so soft against I my body. I love those shirts. Oh, my gosh. This just became a different podcast. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much. We uh, appreciate you listening and as always <laughs> Sasquatch says yeah God bless <laughs> you. be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Dead Men Walking Podcast for full video podcast episodes and clips or email us at deadmenwalkingpodcast at gmail.com be sure to check us out at dmwpodcast.com where you can purchase the best and snarkiest merch on the internet, support the show, and leave us a review or message. Dead Men Walking can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Dead Men Walking Podcast and on Twitter X at Real DMW Podcast. The Dead Men Walking Podcast is part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. For exclusive show content, be sure to download the Pub TV app and become a member. If you're a business that needs to reach hundreds of thousands of potential customers in your demographic, podcast advertising might be for you. Send all inquiries to Dead Men Walking Podcast at gmail.com. None your biscuits.